Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. All right, come on, you guys. You guys are awesome. Don't pray past the miracle. <laughs> Father, we thank you for healing this morning. We thank you for answered prayers. I feel like the Lord is planting dynamite. He's planting dynamite in, uh, in caves and directions that are blocked, and he's blowing them up. He's making a way where there was no way. All right, you guys ready? It was a risk to let you all hang out and chat for a bit and pray with each other. I like those risks, though. All right. You guys ready? Amen. Say, I'm ready. ready. Say, I'm ready for this. this. All right, put a, do this. Just draw a circle on your chest. (laughs) Draw a smaller one now and an even smaller one. And say, God, hit me with your best shot. (laughs) <laughs> Fire away. All right. Father, we are here not not we're here because man, Lord, we just love you so much. We love you so much, God. And let this uh, even the message be like worship to our hearts, God. Father, I pray that this message the, the scriptures we're going to read through a psalm and Father, I pray that the word just gets rooted deep in our hearts, Father. There's people here that uh, uh, you may not think that you have good soil, but I want to say you have really good soil today. And then the worship cleared away all the rocks. It watered the ground. And they have good soil this morning. There's going to be something happening that you didn't recognize and didn't expect. So, Father, thank you for this morning, Lord. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, would you guide and lead us? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) All right, if you want to open your Bibles or your phones or just listen to the sound of my voice, we're going to be reading through Psalm 91 this morning. Holy Spirit. I kept hearing that verse. I don't remember exactly, but it says something like, uh, even to to those that are are satiated or well-fed, everything is... Everything is bitter, but to the hungry, even that which is bitter is sweet. And I just, I mean, if, you, if, if, if the idea of getting hungry for God is offensive to you because you're a son and sons just don't need to be hungry. And um, I'm just saying, like, if you're hungry for God, any word that comes from the front or from any message, any, any worship song, any prayer becomes life-giving to you. But if, if you're tired of hearing the gospel, if you're tired of hearing worship, even the best worship will be sour to you. And so I just encourage you, stoke up that heart of hunger. Stoke up that heart like, oh, Father, I love you. I've got so much of you in me, but man, I feel like I still hardly know you sometimes. And you, you come to church with that heart posture, and man, someone could start singing Kumbaya, and you just, you're like, save me today. <laughs> so, <laughs> so... <laughs> I'll tell you, we're not here to perform for anybody. We're here to follow God. Amen? Oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, Psalm 91. I'm gonna, I've, got, I've got it up in the Passion Translation on, on this phone, and I've got it in, the, in New King James on this one. So however you want to follow along, I'm going to pull from the Passion a little bit as we go because it's so poetic and beautiful, and I love it. It calls things a life that I didn't notice. Um, well, I'm just going to read through it. And we're just going to preach whatever God kind of highlights. And we may pray for some people. Verse 1. 
He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm just going to read it again. He who dwells, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I, I don't know if we're going to get to the end today, you guys, but uh, I want you to, st- I, th- I, want, I want the word to become alive to us this morning. He who dwells in the in the in the secret place, he who he who who prioritizes the presence of God in their life, will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. This is why we talk all the time about His presence. That's why we named the church Presence. Listen, if you you want to dwell in the protection of the Almighty, then you actually have to be in His protection. And you might say, well, God's everywhere, so I can be anywhere. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. But when your heart is aware of his nearness and his goodness and kindness to you, nothing can touch you in that place. But, but you remember those times when, when uh, it takes over an hour to get your, uh, your ramen? And they said it was 30 minutes? <laughs> and by, by 45 minutes in, the last place you feel is in his presence? This happened to me last night, all right? It's not, it's not hypothetical. It's not hypothetical. I'm not going to dishonor the name of the restaurant. But I was nowhere near God in that moment. Do, do you feel me, though? Do you feel me? Like, and I was just like, I was just so upset and angry. I was overtaken with frustration because I had, anyway, it's, it was a long night for me. <laughs> I'd already picked up the, the avocado rolls for the kids from this restaurant, and I picked up Jessica's curry from this restaurant, and I was going to get my ramen. It's going to be a beautiful night. And I was not in the presence of the Almighty. <laughs> he was in my presence. I was not in his presence, all right? <laughs> and so honestly, this is, there is, a, there is a, a massive truth to this, that if, when, when, you, when you stop and you think, God, oh, thank you that you're near me and close to me, it is then that you shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Remember what Chuck Perry used to do who's here? And he's like, hold on, the God's with me. And you'd be like, there he is. <laughs> and you're like, that's how close he is. He's right there. And, you know, it's so funny about shadows. You ever, like, you're talking with someone and you're hanging out and you're like, and you can hardly see. And you just have to do this. In order to see better, you just do this. And you're good. You're, you're like, I'm horrible, God. I'm not doing well. And then you're like, oh, there I am. I'm in the shadow of the Almighty. I can see again. I can hear again. Do you see how easy that was? Just like that. Listen, this is the gospel. It's not complicated. This is how easy it is to get under his protection, to get in his presence. It's literally this. It's not like, give me a week. It's not, give me a whole night. It's not a a season of darkness walking through the desert so I can find him. It's this. He's filming me. Stop it. Listen, this, that's all it is. It's just a, it's such a shift. It's just a, Father, where are you? I, I can't feel you. Like, oh, by the way, some of you guys think you're in darkness and you're just in a shadow. Some of you guys, you're like, I don't know where he is. I don't feel good. You're in his shadow. Just, just look up. Just look in. I don't know. He's there. 
It's so close. All right, we're going to move on. That was good. All right, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Wow. All right, all right, we're going to keep going. Otherwise, we're never, we're not going to get through half this. Verse two, he, he, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. Surely, say surely. Say, I know for a fact. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall deliver you from the snare, the traps, the trappings, the, 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 the things that, that, that stumble you, that draw you into an addiction or get you really angry at ramen places. You know, like those things, like surely he will deliver you from it. You know, it's not the big battles that the enemy will use to take you down. It's the snares. We were watching this show called Alone. Our kids are into it. James hooked us up with it. Uh, my brother-in-law, James. And in, in, in it, the these people are sent alone to live in the Alaska, um, like the Antarctic, right? Um, for, for, and whoever can last the longest wins. And one guy said this last night we were watching. He says, you know, everybody's after big game to stay alive. And he says, you know what? That's a lottery. Nobody really gets the big game. It's all about the, the small trappings. And I was thinking, God was sharing this morning. He says, listen, the, we're all looking for the big battle the enemy's coming against you at. But really, it's the little things. It's the little trip-ups. It's the, it's you, you know, you're, you're, you get a flat tire and your whole world falls apart. It's somebody looks at you wrong and you're like, God, I knew he didn't like me. And your whole day's ruined because you've based your whole life on whether that person liked you or not. It's the little things. It's the snares. But you know, just do this. <laughs> and he'll protect you from that, surely. How do you activate that, sh- that surely he will protect me? How do, you, how do you make that work in your favor? You just do this. God, I'm yours. I'm so thankful, Lord, that you protect me from every snare. <laughs> See what that is? That's humility. That's humility. You step on it. You say, Father, I need you every moment. And then courage and confidence says, now let's go change the world. But humility says, I can't do it without you, so let's go, right? So good. All right. (laughs) All right, verse four. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Say shield. Shield. Wow. Wow. I love this idea of the shield, that his truth shall be our shield and our buckler. It's on our front, right? Like why, let's just meditate on this. He's given you a shield. Why do you think he gave you a shield, right? Is it if you could be a punching bag for the enemy? Is it so you could just like hang out and play it safe and hopefully like you get all, you know, keep safe under the shield? No, a shield is advancing. A shield is on the front. You don't put a shield on the back, put a shield on the front. Last week, Joan, uh, I love you, Joan. Joan shared a word, um, uh, pursue, overtake, and recover all. You remember that? Say it with me. Say pursue, overtake, recover all. You know where that is? That's in the Bible. That's in the Bible. It's in 1 Samuel 30, verse 8. And it's talking about when the Amalekites, am I saying that right? <laughs> the Amalekites. <laughs> Just turning to someone smarter than me. <laughs> Oh, one of the ites, 
One of the ites, they were coming against David and his party, and they, they, they basically were ambushed him and stole all those people, his, his wives and kids, and a lot of, their, a lot of their, their treasure and their money. And so David comes back, and he sees it all, and they're all really upset at him and all this stuff. And, and David asks the Lord, shall I go after them? And the Lord says, the Lord says I'm just going to read it. It says, so David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? You see, even, oh, this is, gonna, this is, this is good. This is for someone here. This is for good. Even when the enemy steals something from you, you, you still wait on the Lord. Even when you're beat up and, and pushed around, you're still, I, it's for some of you, someone's here, it's like, you still should stop and be like, Father, what do I do? Don't you start running off swinging somewhere and just like, just wait. Isn't that so cool that the, in the Old Testament, again and again, they would ask him, God, will, will you deliver us in this battle? Are you with us? Are you, it's such a cool thing. When's the last time you asked God, God, if I, if I go after this, are you going to be there? Oh, just try it. So, so shall I overtake them? And he answered him, this is God, pursue for you shall surely overtake them and recover um, and without fail recover all. So good. So good. You know, it's really cool. They, they go out to attack the, the, Amal- the Amalekites. The ites, and, um, and there's a whole group of people that are too tired to go past this brook, this river. And so all the really strong ones go further. Wow. And they just utterly destroy them. Take all their, their wives and their sisters and their brothers back, and they bring them all back, and they meet this group of people that were too tired to pursue. And they're really hit. the big dudes are like, they shouldn't get any except for their, their spouses and their daughters. They shouldn't get any of the booty. Can I say booty at church? <laughs> treasure no treasure <laughs> see this goes on in my head <laughs> I've said way worse things at church um, and so they come back and they say David they shouldn't get all the treasure they didn't work for it and David says no they get everything because they're part of our family, because they're included, right? It reminds me of Jesus, right, in, this, in the parable of all the workers, right? One go out there, the 10th hour, the 11th hour, whatever, and, and they all come back, and they all get the same wage. Oh, I love it. I love it. God, God listen, I don't care how, whether you think you deserve it or not deserve it. The fullness of his blessings are yours. The fullness. Whether you've been a Christian for 40 years or six months. Man, someone told me he got saved December 22nd, and I almost lost it. I'm like, yes! He gets it all. <laughs> all right, we're going to keep going. Verse, uh, verse five. <laughs> we don't have time. All right, you guys, you guys okay? Dude, I take this stuff seriously. Like, can I say the word didn't always like get in me? It didn't, honestly, for the first five years of my life, the Bible was meaningless to me. It was just words. I was in a little mini study here and there, but nothing changed me. Nothing got in me. I didn't want to read the Bible. I read like two chapters in five years. Some of you guys are way ahead of me. And then something happened. Something, I got jealous for my buddy's faith. I got jealous. I said, God, I want to be in a prayer meeting like that guy. And there's something in me. I, just, I said, God, that, this has gone on far enough. I want more. 
It's been real. I, I want more. I was jealous by my buddy. And you know what I was jealous of? He says, Jesse, I got to meet with the pastor and pray with a couple men. I'm like, oh, you got to meet with the pastor? <laughs> like, to me, that was like the height of Christianity. Like, it really was. I kid you not. 2003, that was the height of my Christianity. <laughs> now I can't get people to pray with me. But... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I got, it was just something clicked inside of me. No clicking you. Maybe it's different. But that was what it took. Is I got, I want that. I want, and, and it might be a silly desire, but God honors your hunger. And I tell you, I don't know what happened. I opened my Bible and something shifted. Something switched in me. And I, 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 it's not in the natural. It's just something crazy. I wish I could duplicate it again and again. But it was his sovereignness. How many of you guys you feel like you need something to switch in you with the Bible right now? Just for me in the Bible, I need something to switch. Raise your hand. Come on, there's no shame in this. Raise your hand. I want something to switch with me in the Bible. Me in the Bible, we need to get closer. All right. I'm going to pray for you right now. Put your hand on your chest. Father, God, I, I, release, I release a hunger. I release a jealousy, God, over what's possible with you, God. Without you, this is not possible. It's just a book without you, God. They're just words on a page that bore us or don't transform us. But Father, with you, so Father, I release your holy jealousy. And Lord, we don't have to try and work it up. It's just in us. There's a desire and a hunger and you honor that. So Father, right now, I pray you do something. Flip the switch in people's hearts, in their minds. I pray your Holy Spirit would lead us in your word. Lead us in your word. Amen. Amen. Listen, I brought you this far. The rest is up to you. Amen. I'm not going to open the Bible for you. You got to do that. All right. (laughs) All right, verse five. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in the darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. Say, you shall not be afraid. You shall not be afraid. I'm going to read the passion of this one. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment. Oh, that's, that just feels good to say, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm going to watch them. Is that wrong? I don't know. For they will be paid back for what they have done. Remember, we're not talking about people, right? People are not our enemies. We're talking about the enemy that has stolen, that has lied to people. That is that is ensnared them, and those demons, those those uh, that's that whatever that the enemy will be paid back. I'm praying in this life. I want to watch it. All right, verse nine. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you. Ah, oh, there it is again, right? His presence. Because say because, say it again. Say because. I made the Lord my refuge. It's because we've just, we're not willing to move. We're not willing to move. This is, you know, the hard hard thing about this, when it goes through my head, the hard thing I wrestle with is that this isn't another checkbox. When I read that, I think of in the lens of somebody else, and I think, man, that can be a tough word. What's it mean to get close to him? What's it mean to be in his presence? Just tell me what to do. I'll just go do it. I'll check the box. 
man, have you guys ever tried to check that box again and again and again and you and just like not working? You know, in the end, it's just relationship. It's how do you get to know anybody? How do you get around anybody? If I want to get around David here, how, how do I do that? There's no box I can check. I literally have to walk over and just be next to him. This is what it is to walk in the fellowship with him. Oh. Bah. Verse 10, no evil shall befall you, nor any plague come near your dwelling. <laughs> wow, I'll say it again. This is good scripture. This is the truth, right? For no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague become near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the snow. Hebrews 7, uh, uh, Hebrews 1, 7 says, He makes his angels winds and servants flames of fire. Verse 14, are not the angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? I love what Bill Johnson says. It's, it's foolish to worship them, but it's equally foolish to ignore them. Right? We prayed for, I remember a testimony. Uh, on, uh, here's an angel testimony if you want just some, some faith. We were praying for our friends. Um, uh, it was her dad. I believe it was her dad. And uh, we were praying for them. I think we literally... We recorded a message. We said, and we just prayed. I just, you know, I just pray. I see someone over in front of the, uh, uh, there's an angel. God is standing in, in, in the doorway of his hospital room, of his hospital room. And I see him. He's, just, he's watching over him right now. He's declaring healing. I, I, get a, I get a call. I think it was like two or three months later. They forgot to tell me. I says, Jesse, we never told you. But we found out that when my dad was in the hospital, his friend came to visit him. And as his friend walked through the door of the hospital room, he goes, whoa, what was that? And, 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 the, and her dad was like, what are you talking about? Well, I just walked through that door. I literally felt something crazy just like go through me. And then our friends remembered that we had prayed that there was an angel standing in the door of his hospital room. And it was in that day that he started recovering. Listen, there, there's, you, guys, you guys have stories like that. It's awesome. <laughs> my son, we were, they were doing an activation with our kids. My wife was because she's amazing. And, um, and she had this great idea. Just say, hey, let's... Let's just activate our faith. Kids, where do you see angels right now? And so they were just by faith, like childlike faith, which what is in the Bible, all right? Just bear with me. And they just said, I see an angel over here and over here. After that day, my son stopped having nightmares and stopped waking up in the middle of the night. After that day, he saw one in his room. <laughs> yeah, we asked him what it was there for, and he said, Peace. And after that, no more. So listen, if you need, how many of you guys need, I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's just pray for this. Let's, let's pray. I'm not praying to angels, but we're praying to the God who commands the angel armies. Father, we ask that you would send your angels, even right now, into Marta's hospital room. Um, just uh, Marta, Darby, John is her son, and Adam, and Alicia's the daughter-in-law. Father, we thank you. We pray right now again, Lord, for angels to be released into the hospital room into the hospital room. Father, I pray for bright light to manifest itself in the room, God, that there would be a knowledge of the holy in that room and there would be a, a beautiful, beautiful healing and repentance coming into that hospital. Wow. 
All right. Amen. Let's, we're, we're actually almost done. We're, we're getting there. 13. Thank you. <laughs> you shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You shall trample underfoot because he has set his love upon me. Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. I'm going to just on the, the passion. This one is just beautiful. Verse 14. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you have delighted in me as my great lover. Because you, this is the Lord speaking about you. Because you have delighted in me as my great lover, I will greatly protect you. I will set you in a high place, safe and secure before my face. Wow. Because you have delighted in me as your great lover. King James says, says because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. Listen, you're God's son, you're his daughter. This is, this is the whole goal of church, to fall in love with God and fall in love with others. I love it. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. You know, I was, I was thinking about this, um, this idea of, uh, never mind, I'm going to skip that. Verse 15, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. You know, that's in the Bible, which means it's true, which means when you call upon the Father, he will answer you. When I teach people to hear from God, I say, don't worry, this is going to work for you. Because the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and they don't hear the voice of another. The Bible says that when you call upon him, he will answer you. But what if he doesn't answer me instantly? He's going to answer you. He's going to answer you. Say he's going to answer me. Because he loves me. Because I asked him. He's going to answer me. Listen, if you don't ask him, he's got nothing to answer. That's a good word. But he's going to answer you. I love Mike, Mike when he talks about healing. He says, listen, we all, we, we, the model is instant healing. It just, that's what Jesus modeled for us. Maybe not perfectly instant after the second time, you know, the eyes were healed totally. But listen, the model is that he answers you instantly. But because of the world and the systems in place, sometimes you don't hear him instantly. But he's going to answer you. Right? You may pray, and it may take, what, how many days was it? Like 13, 30 days, 33 days for, uh, what was it, was it Daniel? He prayed, and how, how many days was it? 21 days. Daniel prayed to the, to the Lord, Daniel, right? Prophet Daniel. And it took him 21 days to get his answer. But he answered him. He's going to answer you. Some of you guys need to know that. He's going to answer you. My wife and I, we're, we're, we have a, we're like, God, we need, a, we, we need you to answer us on this decision. To move before he answers you is foolish. To <laughs> I'll say it for you, Dave. To move before he answers you is foolishness. Now, I'm not saying sit on your couch and just, you know, drink a Zevi or something like that. Like, 
But, but I mean, you might have to move. I mean, keep moving. What's the last thing he said, told you to do? Keep going. But he's going to answer you. He's going to answer you. Father, will you, will you deliver us? Will, will we win that battle? Yes. Pursue, overtake. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I love this. Verse 15 in, in the passage says, I will answer your cry for help every time you pray. Man, it just feels, it feels good to see it in print. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray and you will find and feel my presence even in your time of pressure and trouble. I will be, glory, I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. Come on, that feels good, right? And you will be satisfied with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Come on, salvation. We get saved into this. This is the, this is the joy, this is the fullness of salvation, life and life abundant. If you're a Christian like, I know we're not happy all the time, but if you're not a Christian a lot of the time, I mean, if you're not happy a lot of the time, like, I wonder, do you know what you got saved into? I'm walking with the, you know, with our friends whose mom is in the hospital. I'm like, dude, it breaks my heart. It's tragic. I'm like, I can't imagine what that's like, but there's hope. But there's hope. I, I don't know why, but this scripture just grabbed me, and I want to I want to sing. It's in um, it's in. I want to close with this. Uh, I just feel like this is this is what God's doing this morning. Um, it's it's in um, man. I changed my notes, so oh, I know where it's at. Ha ha. Place my feet on solid ground. I got the I thank the Savior. I thank God. God's so good. I was praying they would sing that this morning, and they did. It's that Sunday. Okay, I'm, you might have to find it on your own, but it's in, um, I, I just don't know the chapter. I didn't put it in my notes very well. Um, oh, darn it. Somebody else can find it for me and call it out. But it's um, Moses, it's when Moses is taking his people out of Egypt. Um, it's verse 13. And Moses is talking to the people and he says, don't be afraid. They're all running away. That's right. This is right. This is the part where they're all just like, Moses, they're all running. We're all going to die. They're literally caught between the, um, the, 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 the river, or the, the Red Sea, and they're caught between like the land. And they've got Pharaoh's armies coming with 600 chariots, right? They're, they're coming after them. And all the Israelites are like, why did you bring us here to die, Right? 14, 13, there's 14. So we're going to go to Exodus 14, verse 13. And I love this part. He says, but Moses told the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the Lord's salvation, which he will accomplish for you today. Just let that get in your heart. I'm not done yet, but let that part just sit in there. He will accomplish for you today. 
And I love this part. For the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. You imagine that? Like the thing coming against you, God's here. You're in his presence. He loves you because you set your face to him. So he's going to set his face to you. And the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. And the Lord will fight for you. You need, now get this, only to be still. Let's go. <laughs> Just be still. Just Psalm 46, be still and know that I'm God. Just be still in my presence, into the shadow of my wings. For I will set you in a solid place away from any of the pestilence, the snares. I'm going to protect you from all of that. Only be still. And I promise you, the things that are coming against you today, you will never see again. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, just give him a shout. Praise you, God. <laughs> oh. Sometimes I picture myself preaching, and I just think, I'm going to be a lot calmer today. <laughs> That's never worked. Um, let me pray for us. Stand up with me. Stand up with me. I want to, I want to pray for I want to release a couple things over you guys. I feel like there's honestly, like, listen, this, this, salvation is about being free and being delivered, right? I feel the gospel run through my veins, and I'm sold out for you. Come on. I want you to, I just want you to picture by faith the gospel is running through your veins. Woo! The gospel is running through your veins. You have, you have the, the, the man of steel himself, Jesus, in you. He is in you, and, and nothing can touch Jesus. And he's in you. And he's hidden you in him. And you're abiding in the shadow of the Almighty. Listen, the promise of, of, of his protection is for those that will look to him. It's for those that will say no to fear. They'll say no to hopelessness. They'll say no to the attacks of the enemy. They'll say no to the temptations of the enemy. And they'll cozy up next to the Father and say, Father, I'm so thankful. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is for, there's a couple groups here. One of you, some of you guys, you've been attacked in an area for long enough. It's been a consistent thing. It's been these Egyptians. They keep pursuing you. You have a history with this thing, and you're ready to, you're ready for an exodus. And if that's you, just put your hand on your heart. So, Father, thank you, Lord. That your cross paid for it all. That your Holy Spirit is delivering us right here, right now. I am free. I am free. Just say that over yourself right now. Say, I am free. I am free. The Son has set me free, and I'm free indeed. That's it, you guys. That's it. Just, just, just lean out of that glaring sun and go into his shadow of his Almighty. You are protected. All right, amen. That's another set of people. Some of you guys, I just feel like you're not sure he's going to protect you. You know, like higher devils, higher, higher levels, higher devils, and stuff like that. Like, man, I'm afraid if I, if I really start going after ministry with him and, and connection with him, I'm going to get attacked more. 
Listen, some, some of you guys, you're, you know, you, you look over your shoulder to wonder if the devil's on is crouching behind you, you know? But listen, I, listen, that, that, is, that is a lie for the enemy. That's a, that's, a, that's a foundation that is shaken. All right? So we're going to pray for you now. We're going to pray for you. Listen, those, this is a scripture here, right? It's, it's those, I don't care how high you go in, the, in ministry, in God, in your prayer life, you will always be protected. Listen, I was in the military for nine years. I was on aircraft carriers and cruisers. You know where they keep the most important people in the military? Encased in, in, in walls of steel. On an aircraft carrier, in a base where nobody can reach them, fully protected behind hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, behind supersonic jets with big missiles. Like, that's how protected you are. So uh, this idea that God's going to, he's going to like just put you out in front of the battle and then, and then pull back. That's just a lie from the devil. It's just a lie for the devil. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Amen. So right now, if that's you, you're like, man, I, just, I, I need to be free from this fear that the snare's about to get me, that the devil's always on my tail. Shoot, he's on all of our tails. Let's just, let's just be done with that one. But thank God he can't ever touch you. So, Father, we pray right now. I pray for a deliverance, God, right now, a deliverance of that spirit of affliction, that spirit of fear, that spirit of of suspicion that the enemy is closer than we think he is. He is not closer. God, I thank you, Lord, for deliverance this morning of hearts and minds, God, renewed, transformed, set above minds. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now, the last thing I want to do, the last thing I want to do, I want you to stretch your hand out to field work and the coffee shop and this whole area. Listen, I, ha- I had a vision this week that, we- that our church, I don't want to boast in this. I just feel like it's true, so I'm not trying to boast. I believe our church is like the Ark of the Covenant at Obed-Edom's house. And that, we're- and that wherever the church is, wherever the Ark is, that house will flourish. All right, right now, COVID, businesses, hard stuff. We're going we're gonna to release the fullness of our blessing. So just, just get ready. Ball it up. Get it ready. I don't know where your blessing looks like. Just maybe roll it up like a big snowball if you can throw it. You ready? We're just going to just release that over. And just say, just start speaking life and blessing. Whatever comes to your heart and mind. If it's just like, let's just start blessing him. Thank you, Lord, for the, for, uh, for, uh, uh, for the coffee shop, for, for Beto, for Jeff, for all the workers, all the owners, God. We thank you, Lord. We bless them, God, for giving us a place to meet, God. We pray for, we pray for uh, profit, God. <laughs> we pray for an increase of profit and a reduction of expenses, God. Windfall, God. Customers, God. We pray for partners in the kingdom and partners in the world. We pray that fieldwork, we declare you are culture transformers. Amen. Amen. Good job, church. Good job. Come on. Amen. All right. Hey, let's get the prayer team on up here. Let's get the prayer team on up here. Um, we're going to do the Hearing from God class in about five to seven minutes. Um, and we'll, we'll have a great Sunday. We got anything else going on this week? Oh, and if you, ha- if you have a second, grab a couple chairs. The, uh, the setup team will bring the, uh, the, the racks out. You know the drill. We love you guys. See you soon.
Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.